uh, that I was thinking about. Okay. So as a husband, right, just strictly as a husband, I've always wanted to please God with my life. Now, at times I've sucked at it. Uh, and I don't even, I don't know if I've ever been great at pleasing God with my life, but that was always my goal. So talking about marriage being, uh, talking about marriage being God's idea, that was easy for me, right? However, as a therapist and as a coach who wants to help others have a successful marriage, I've tried to, uh, so I've tried really hard to find a way to teach people how to thrive at marriage without being uh, like so churchy sounding. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to sound like super churchy and hope you understand what I mean when I say that. So, um, so for the most part, I was able to do that, you know, uh, giving people advice or teach them communication skills or, uh, conflict skills or whatever. And then this year, as I really began to dive deep on what it takes to make marriage work and what God intended, I realized the biggest struggle that people have is not in the skills area. I mean, they did lack skills, but once I would teach the principles and teach the skills, they get better for a while, but then they would still have issues. So, so, okay. So I'm gonna tell you about a client. So I had a client who, um, this couple came to me the wife was very disrespectful and the husband was oftentimes dismissive of his wife's feelings, right? So, so we worked on that. So we did work. I taught them the principles, uh, taught them the skills, and it seemed like things were getting better. And then one day, uh, the husband, he did a, he did a, um, he did an individual session by himself. Okay. So now as we're talking, I'm like, man, I understand this brother's frustration, right? In essence, he felt like he was stuck, right? Because on one hand, he loves his wife, but on the other hand, there's this one thing that he wants her to change and she refuses to change it, okay? Now, according to him, he's always wanted a wife to do this one thing, right? He always wanted a wife to have this one characteristic, uh, when I asked him why he married the woman he married, he's like, man, I don't know. I fell in love with her, but I've always wanted this thing. Okay. Now as a third party listening in, you meaning, you know, as someone on the outside of their relationship, it didn't sound to me like the change that he wanted the wife to make was a major change. But the reality is she didn't want to make the change. Okay. So the husband was sad and disappointed. It was one of those moments in marriage when, when, uh, like when life is just not fair, right? And all of us know if you've been on the planet any amount of time, you know that life is not fair. Okay. That, that's just what it is. Life on, if life was fair on the planet, uh, chickens would have humans on the plate sometimes. Right. So, so life is not fair. Now putting myself in his shoes, I was like, how would I handle this if it were me? The answer that came to me was not an answer that I thought he would receive. So I didn't share it, right? I, I didn't share that answer. Now, uh, sometime after that, as fate would have it, I began to experience my own, uh, this is not fair moments in marriage. Okay. 
at that time, my wife and I were very distant, right? And I did not know how to move past this issue because I had long accepted that I can't change my wife, right? That's that's between her and God. I had long accepted that, but because I accepted that I can't change her, I felt like I was stuck, okay? So the more time passed, the more we became distant. I got to the point to where I did not want to be a therapist anymore because I was like, man, if I can't fix my own marriage, then I shouldn't be talking to other people about theirs, okay? So then one day, I decided to prepare some new content on being a husband. Right, I, I'm not gonna focus on I'm not gonna focus on couples. I'm gonna focus on husbands. So, so um, I decided to press, prepare some new content on being a husband. But this time, I studied more of what the Bible said than anything else because, well, marriage is God's idea. Okay. So the more I studied, the more I thought they're not going to receive this, right? The things that I was reading and uh, putting together in my research, I'm like, yeah, they're not going to receive this. And the reason I knew they wasn't going to receive it is because I didn't want to receive it. Like I, I did not like what I was reading, but I could not ignore what I was reading. Okay. So I began to embrace what God was saying about marriage. And sure enough, my marriage changed. And here's the thing. I really do mean that my marriage changed, right? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what my wife's marriage did. Like, I don't know if her marriage changed. Well, I'm sure it changed because I changed, right? Uh, but she would have to tell you about her experiences for us, you know, marriage changing. I'm saying when I say my marriage changed, I'm talking about my perspective, right? it changed who I was. And so when I changed, my perception of the whole situation changed. And for me, marriage got better from my experience. So then shortly after that, I did a video called, are you sure you want to be a husband? Right? And that was based on the research that I had discovered that changed my marriage. Now in that video, I laid out what I believe to be the missing piece to have a successful marriage. Right. Based on what I read, I, I laid out what I believe was the missing piece. See, uh, the issue is not about what skills you don't know. The issue is the person you need to become. So the more I studied marriage, the more I realized that the number one characteristic of a husband or a wife is humility. Yeah. The thing about humility is um, it's not something you can fake, right? You, you can't fake humility. And if you can, you can't do it long at all, right? Humility in the context that I'm talking about it is not a behavior, right? Humility is a character trait and it is a prerequisite for being an effective lover. Now, trust, I'm serious when I, I'm serious when I say, I really tried hard to help people have better marriages without making God a quote necessity in marriage. Like I, re I really did, you know, now I know what John Gottman says. I know what Sue Johnson says 
and if you and if you want to try to do marriage the way say they suggest feel free like i mean you know I, I'm, 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 I did. I, as a, I followed the way they said do marriage, but the problem for me, it only got me to the five yard line, right? I could never get into the end zone, and I don't feel like explaining that. If you know, just, I'm just <laughs> I hope that makes sense, cause I don't, yeah. Anyway, I could only get to the five yard line. Right? I couldn't get to the end zone. The end zone would be um, successful marriage or great marriage. Okay. And I understand, I understand that what I am saying here is going to cause some people to stop following me, but I'm okay with that because I, I recognize that I'm not for everybody and everybody is not for me. But my conclusion on how to have a successful marriage is this. Yes, become a new person. Yes, learn how to communicate forgive, resolve conflict, all of that. But I strongly believe that there are times in marriage because it happened in my marriage and it has happened in the marriages of many of my clients. There are times in marriage when the only answer to the problem at hand is you must love God more than you love your spouse. Yeah gotta love God more than you love your spouse now for some of you that's easy and it, at least it's easy to understand even if you don't practice it right but I know I have some couples who don't really fool with God like that right and I, I get it I wish I could be more universally applicable or I wish what I'm saying was more universally accepted but this is where my research led me and the only way you can even embrace this idea in the midst of a marriage where you feel like it's totally unfair is to have a character trait of humility. That's, that's the only way you're going to have. So, so what I'm saying is you get to a wall and you don't know how to move forward from here. And um, like the only answer is love God more than you love your spouse walking in humility so then and and so then that opens up you know patience and whatever else so you can deal with it right uh but that that's what i found out now here's the thing about humility humility does not mean stupidity okay i'm gonna say that again humility does not mean stupidity okay i'm not talking about abusive relationships Right. I'm talking about every other relationship. So when I talk about humility, that does not mean put yourself in harm's way. OK, I'm not I'm not saying that at all. But here's what it means as far as marriage, uh, my marriage coaching and therapy. As always, I will never force God or any belief on anyone. I don't, I don't force beliefs on anyone. If you come to work with me, I can teach you the principles and the skills and not talk about God's place in your marriage. But if you ask me if I believe that you will create a thriving marriage without God, the answer is a flat out no. Okay, it's just no. Not even, well, I mean, no, it's just no. I don't believe it. And I cannot teach something I do not believe. So, 
uh, that's just a little something that I wanted to share uh, with you guys uh, because it was on my mind. So maybe it helped someone. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But um, you guys stay encouraged. And I pray God's most ridiculous blessings over your life.